We are the Love Jays, and you're listening to Married Millennials. A conversation about being young, in love, and navigating life one student loan payment at a time. I'm Joy. I'm Justin. Let's get to it. Hello and welcome. Thank you so much for tuning in to the very first episode of Married Millennials. Yeah, buddy! (laughs) We are so excited that you are here with us and that we are here with you. As we journey down the lovely road of podcasting, for all of you who commute to work, like me, 37 miles one way, or for those of you who just like to listen to other people talk while you exercise or walk around aimlessly during your lunch break, <laughs> we are here for you. Yes, welcome. We love you. We appreciate you. Married Millennials. Why, why Married Millennials? When we were thinking for names of what to call this podcast, we originally said, hey, the Love Jays podcast, but it just doesn't really... Well, you know, it's like no one knows what that is. That's our name. That's what we're known as. But they don't know. There's no way of knowing what a Love Jays podcast would encompass. So in naming the podcast, we wanted it to we wanted you to be able to come to our page and say, oh, Married Millennial Podcast doesn't take a genius to figure out (laughs) what that's probably about. Pretty simple. Joy and I, I'm 27. She's 26. We're of the millennial generation, and guess what? We're married. Woohoo! So in this podcast, you heard it in the intro, we're going to talk about being young, being in love, and navigating life one student loan payment at a time. All of my millennials can relate, except for those of you who are fortunate enough to have parents pay your way through college, hashtag jealous, or you were smart enough <laughs> to get a scholarship. And you hashtag blessed. So not only are you navigating life, your 20s, which are the terrible 20s, mm-hmm. <laughs> full of confusion and discovery, but you're also navigating marriage, which is a very serious thing. Joy and I committed our lives to each other mm-hmm. last August, August 2015, yes. so it's been seven months of yeah. marriage. And, I was going to say, how do you like it so far? I like it. It's it's interesting. I knew that we were going to, I'd probably say in 2000, was that 2011, November? Ah, more so 2012, when I had to really realize, like, yep, this is going to be my wife. So I've been prepping my mind for a while. For then it finally happened. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh, okay. But nothing changed. At first, it was pretty... I was like, oh, this isn't too different at first. And then it, it, once we kind of settled into it, that's when I started saying that for me, and you agreed, that marriage feels like nothing has changed, but then at the same time, everything has. For me... I think what I've enjoyed most about it is being able to call Joy my wife. Being able to say like, oh yeah, that's my wife. There's a a real sense of pride that goes into that. Right. Especially when, you, when you've mentally committed your mind to saying, yep, this is going to be the person that I want to marry. And saying, oh, my girlfriend or my boo <laughs> or right. whatever I think it, it's it just be. a different level of understanding from the outside looking into like I don't there's no explanation of how serious of a relationship we're in like when you say I'm married to this person people automatically take it seriously whereas before we were together for almost eight years I could say we were together eight years and people you know take it seriously but not 
I don't know. She's there's also something there that's just a little <laughs> yeah. There's different. something that the response that marriage is. Oh, this is forever. Yeah. You, you take a and when you get married, or at least this is what you're it's supposed to do. Supposed to be yeah. <laughs> when you get married, this is supposed to be a forever life commitment, and right. to make that commitment at 27 and and 26 or no, excuse me, we were 26 and 25. Yes, when we got married, and it's just like spring chickens. Wow. And that's another thing. How do you get married so young? Why'd you guys get married so young? And and I don't think we really have the answer to why. We were together forever. <laughs> like, and I also don't think we were all that young. I mean, mid-20 seems pretty, I mean, probably for our generation. I think from a generational standpoint, we're more likely to get married in our 30s. 86% of millennials want to get married. Right. <laughs> but we're always pointed out as, oh, these guys don't want to get married. They don't take anything serious. And this is like, no, society's just a little different. And yeah. we were fortunate enough. To meet each other, or unfortunate, however you want to look at it. I kid, I kid, I kid, I kid. We were fortunate. (laughs) Whatever, dude. Is that we were fortunate enough to meet each other at 18 years old, and and it worked. And so when we said, I do, you're together for over seven years. That's a very long time. We spent all of our adult lives together. Together, yeah. We moved out of our parents' house and went to college and were with each other from that point on. I mean, 2007 to 2016, that's a very long, excuse me, 2007 to 2015. That's a very long time to be with someone. So we never, we didn't really look at it as a, oh, you guys are so young. It was like, this was the right it step time, to take yeah. for us. And not even with pressure. It was just, it, the timing felt completely right. I didn't feel rushed. And I remember telling Justin when we were engaged that I was happy he proposed when he did because had he proposed even a year earlier, I think I still would have felt a little too young because I, I would have been, what, 23? Yeah, that's just, yeah, yeah. That a little young. I would have felt kind of like, uh, like I, proposed, I understand why. I proposed why. to you at 24? Yeah, I was 24. Gosh, that still seems young. Yeah, I mean, it is. But Man. we didn't marry until I was 25. Yeah, I know, but still. Which is okay. But you were on the heels of your 26th birthday, so I think it feels right. a little and bit Right, and the better. 24 was the same. I was just a couple months from 25. Yeah, but saying that, like my my play brother just turned twenty five, so I can I can't imagine him engaged at twenty four. That just yeah. completely blows my mind. So I guess I see why people yeah. say you guys are really young. I think yeah. I, it's literally just hitting me right now. I yeah. really never Babies. thought we were young until we just played that back. And, and like, I will yeah. say too, and I mean I can only speak from a twenty something experience, is that every year in your twenties matters like i feel like you grow exponentially year to year like me at 21 and 22 and 23 and 24 all drastically different from a mental and emotional standpoint like learning how to balance life really it's not that it gets better by any means but you just get a, a little wiser so I can't even imagine the wisdom you have at, you know, 50, 60 years old. And to hear even someone that age say, oh, like, no, this is a lifetime struggle struggle of trying to figure it out. <laughs> you never figure it out. I remember that slap in the face that it was for me, though, that those first that first year out of college. I was just like, holy smokes. Rough. I didn't know who my friends were. Mm-hmm. I didn't really keep in contact with anyone. I gained like 25 pounds. And I was just going to work every day like, no, <laughs> this is not life. Yeah, but it is. And But the good thing is... is it doesn't have to be, though. No, it, it doesn't have to be. But I said the ble- yeah. the beauty of that was is there's lessons to be learned in all of that. You know, I'm, we're only, I said, I'm only 27 now. But who I was at 22 in comparison to 27 
is night and day different. And there was a struggle through that whole process that we would love to elaborate on in, in a future episode. But I, I will tell anyone, if you're in your early 20s, just be prepared for a rough stretch. 22 It's just an identity crisis. Yeah, everything. I mean, yeah. you, who you are as a person, your belief system, everything, jobs, career, just a lot of things get tested immediately. Right, and I think it's too because your introduction to real life is not it's not smooth like they just you just kind of get thrown in you know college is such a bubble and even high schools for those who don't go to college if you there's no easy transition it's just kind of like okay and real life it's true and i remember when i when i went back to my alma mater and spoke at one of the commencement exercises and in the speech, I talked about you know, what's the biggest difference in, in, in transitioning and saying this is the first time in life you know, when you're getting out of school where there's no roadmap. Mm-hmm. And when you, when you think about growing up, you were in preschool and you went from preschool to kindergarten. After kindergarten, what came next? First grade, then second grade, and then you go into junior high, then junior high is high school, and then high school is college. Right. And it's like once college is over, if you decide not to go pursue an advanced degree, it is now completely up to you. For the last 20 plus years, you have always known what that next step was. Mm-hmm. And now that roadmap ceased to exist. And it's terrifying. And I have no idea if I'm ever doing the right thing at the right time. Ever. No, you don't. <laughs> and there, there's no steps. You, you can't ask Siri, like, hey, Siri, direct no. me to my right job. And you'll mm-hmm. ask friends and, and it's like they don't really have the answers because they're navigating their path too. And no one really has the answers. You talk to your parents and they'll give you their best suggestion based on their experiences. But it really is just a struggle that you have to go through by yourself. Yeah, truthfully, even if you have a partner, you know, Justin and I have each other, but it's still a very individual experience you can support each other throughout but you know if i'm feeling super lost all he can do is like be there for me as much as he can but he can't figure my life out for me the good news is is it gets better and as you get older as you get wiser you learn more things you move a little a little more strategic in your actions Mm -hmm. and then you'll look up and say okay i kind of i kind of get this 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 makes some sense and you go. And that's why I look to my older friends who are in their 30s and listen to what they say. And you're like, okay, this makes sense. And, and then you plan and, and, and move accordingly. Another thing that, that, that people always ask is they say, what is the, the biggest struggle of being married? And I would say in our first six months, the biggest struggle would probably be our, our financial situation Yeah, with us is we... We're different kind of spenders and different kind of savers. <laughs> Very just, different. And money is at the center of our relationships. And it's one of those things that no one wants to talk about. Mm-mm. It's just very taboo. It's kind of like religion and politics in the workplace. Mm-hmm. That you never, you can't bring those up. Oh, that's a Republican. They're a Democrat. I mean, it's like people supporting Trump and Bernie. Like, I couldn't imagine being in an office this having those Trump conversations. zone. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, hey, I, I, we don't mention his name. Yeah, I mean, you you, you can <laughs> vote for who you vote for, but my gosh, I might judge you though. <laughs> maybe just just yeah, just by a, maybe I mean yes, <laughs> just a little bit, just a little bit. But it, it's those same things. How 
But in a relationship, in, in, a, in a healthy relationship, you have to talk about finances. And for us, that's been mm-hmm. the biggest thing. Right now, it's not that we don't talk about them. We just haven't quite figured out a way. The strategy that works for us. Yeah. Is that right now we keep all of our, our stuff separate. Mm-hmm. She has her own checking account. I have my own checking savings account. I have my own credit card. She has her own credit card. And a savings. I have a savings. And a savings. <laughs> just because I didn't say it to me, you didn't have one. Hey, look, I need to let, let people know I'm responsible-ish. That's, that's <laughs> ish. Ish. Just ish. No, there's definite ish on there. Yeah. So... But we've talked about trying to combine it. It just hasn't really worked out yet. And we want to go down that path. We just don't know when and how we are really going to do that. Because there's just some alarms <laughs> that frighten me in particular. And me too. Like I, I don't know. It's money. People get sensitive about money. And I am not exempt. And neither are you. We're not. just, we're not we're very human and money is it's a sensitive subject so you know we haven't figured out how to successfully combine our finances we have tried a couple of different strategies and they're okay but not great we're going to explore really combining them in the future uh, and we'll let you know how that goes and if it goes well we'll go ahead and share yeah we're, we're gonna navigate if you guys have secrets i mean we're open to this i've I found a, a spending method that works uniquely for me but if you don't if you're not responsible with it it can just backfire very very fast it's not even just responsible it's just like you, i genuinely believe your brain has to work a certain way you know and if your brain does not work that way if mine just doesn't i was the good lord did not give me the gift of numbers he just you know i my like my mom says you can't have it all i can understand like i need this much to get this much that works for me and i'm i mean i'm not a dodo when it comes to finances either i'm not a complete like Oh, I just 100%. But when it comes to really balancing things and leveraging, I start to get a little lost. So so we're figuring that out. But that's what Justin's for. And, that, and that's what, in, in, in your first year, in your newlywed, you got to try to figure it out. And, mm-hmm. and, and God bless all of you who get married and then do all of this at once. Joy and I moved in together in 2013. So two years yeah. before we got married and... I'm so glad we did. I am so glad. And we wrote a post. Somebody wrote in and asked what our thoughts were on moving in before marriage. And we originally both said like, hey, you know, probably not a great idea. At the time, I wasn't. And we were fresh off a breakup too. Remember that. Like I was not trying to be like, yeah, let's move in together. It'll be great. Just, you know. even though she was not messing with me after that breakup. No, it took a while for me to really trust you again. So beside that... You see how she said that? It took me a while to trust you. Look, I was over you, but I came back. Exactly. But that's the thing. It's like if you have any kind of trust issue, because in my mind it was kind of, well, you're together, and I didn't want to be wrapped up in a living situation. And then if you break up, like there's no commitment to stay together forever, then what? Like you're screwed out of a living situation? That sucks. Not necessarily. I mean, you got roommates, you got friends. You guys can figure I'm out. not going through all that. Like, why can't we just stay separate? <laughs> no, no, it's true. First of all, the circumstance in which we ended up living together was you were unemployed. I was after leaving my my very stable job because I was going crazy and I tried to pursue a business venture with a friend of mine mm-hmm. that turned out to be unsuccessful. 
and I just looked up and had no place to go. Yeah. And I didn't want to go back home. I just, I mean, call me stubborn or prideful. I was like, ah, that's just not where I need to be. And because I was so bold in this statement when I left my job, I was like, I'm going to be successful. This is going to work. And it just did not work at all. And I was like, I'll just go between Joy's place, my brother's place, my car. Yeah, that was your original plan. But, I'll you know, me being his girlfriend at the time, I was not going to let that happen because I saw, you know, we were partners. Uh, so he did, he st- was staying with me and the plan was he would stay with me until he found a job and was able to get his own place again. But, you know, it, it took a while for him to be able to find a job with stable income. And by the time he did, it didn't really make sense for him to move out. Yeah. Because she was liking that assistance on that rent. Oh, you, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. I that asked wasn't? Justin for assistance, and he originally denied my request. I did. I'll be he honest. was like, oh, I'm not paying for rent here. Like, this is not my place. I, I did. was like, you have been living here for months, and I needed help. I'll, be, he, on, I'll be honest. It, I, I, was, was I was being very stubborn and, and selfish. I, I will 100% admit, mm-hmm. in hindsight, that I was wrong. And even at that point, it just took me about a month to be like, okay, Joyce points are very valid. I have been living here for months without contributing anything. <laughs> so this is where I lay my head down. It's probably right for me to contribute, but I, I was located a little better. Yeah, because at the time your argument was like I was paying for rent before you got there. That was my argument. Which is crazy. It's not crazy. That is crazy, Justin. You know it is. Like, I'm not going to help you. Like, this is a rent-free situation for me. I was just a little irrational. Because you got this. I was just being a little irrational. You were so rational. I was struggling so hard. I told you I was struggling. I know. I was just being a little... I was being a little irrational, but I came to my senses. He was awful. Like, I came to my senses, and it worked out. After several discussions. Because I told him, I was like, look, I'm going to have to rent a room. Like, you need to help me. Yeah, and I did. Because I was like, no, we're we're, we're not going to do that. But then he got on the the train of, hey, let's look for another place. I got on that train too, but I, you had made the comment as well. I was like, you know, it's it's nice to have someone to split the bills with. Yeah, and it, and it goes, sense. And it goes back to our generation. And to be fair, though, a roommate could be that. But we enjoy spending time together, and we were able to financially contribute to one thing and it not be so expensive. So we're like, hmm, maybe this this will work out. So we mm-hmm. decided to, to move forward and get our own place. And and I can say for us, from a marriage perspective, that it was the best decision ever. Mm-hmm. And there are some traditionalists who believe that you do not, under any circumstances, move in together before you get married. Yeah, and I think that you have to respect that. But if you're not feeling that way truly, like you're doing it just for the sake of doing it, don't do that <laughs> because I, I did. I think mine was more so what I'd been taught, not really necessarily what I was feeling. So especially once we started, I mean, and once I, I decided, oh, wait, no, I don't really agree with this anymore. I, I made moves. Yeah, you did. You opened up and, and we moved in. And, and in that process of, of moving in with your significant other, when we decided to get together, my mind was made up. That I was going to propose to her, and I did. That was what, the other thing. Eight, we, nine marriage later. was a topic that was on the table before our breakup. It, it was like we could not no, talk about a future. No, no we couldn't. You know, talk about anything that. more than like six weeks in advance was like mm, too let's, much. Let's just see what happens. Six weeks, really? You gonna do me like that? It wasn't six good. months. 
Maybe right. three months. Yeah, I was like, mm, yeah, it's stretched too. I mean, six weeks is what? A month and a half? Yeah, I, please don't All do right, me that fine. No, there are things we could talk about in the future. But at that point, we were very much headed towards marriage, which was another thing that had me settled in my spirit. Like, oh, okay, no, this is okay. Because this, for me, I'd always known that I was going to marry you, but I had to wait for you to catch up. Hey, 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 hey. I did. Yeah, you did. I mean, and you the, did. The statement is true. I mean, women mature faster than men, and her emotional intelligence was far greater than mine at 19 years old. I didn't know anything. I was just trying to be a young man in college and, and have some fun and get it in. Clearly, that didn't work out in my favor. Nope. <laughs> but hey, it's still it was it was still a fun experience. And I mean, that, it did. Yeah, I, I, yeah. And so but it did work out in my favor because you I'm, got a lifetime out of it. Yeah, because we're married and we're talking about ha- having this podcast right now. <laughs> so I, I can say that it, it did work out in my favor. But back to what we were saying is when you move in together, there's just so many initial things. Learning how to live with someone, even though we were in a shared space before, it was mostly joys. I just had a duffel bag there, and the rest of the stuff was in storage. But I will argue that we got through most of the kinks there. We did, we did get through the kinks, but I mean, it was a studio apartment, so it was a little yeah. different. We, combining furniture, deciding what you're going to keep, learning how to pay all your bills on time. At your place, you were paying mostly everything, and I would just write you a check and call it a day. Mm-hmm. But here, it was different. Mm-hmm. So, who's going to pay what? Whose furniture goes? Mm-hmm. Your sleep patterns? And there's a lot of different things yeah. on every artwork, single day. Artwork. Artwork was huge. Yeah, artwork was really big. I like black art, y'all. I really do, and Joy is not a fan of it. It's not that I don't she like She is all not black a fan art. of it. I, I'm more a fan of abstract art. And black art can be abstract in that, like, it off. She didn't, like my, she didn't like my basketball man and my golf. It didn't go with the decor. Her decor. See? You see? Oh, it didn't go with the decor. But we have the golfer right in the hallway. Ask how long it took for my golfer to get hung up. It got hung up with all the other stuff in the hallway. How long? I made sure that well, we put it there. So, so how I long, was not how, going how to long? have the golfer and the basketball player as the only works of art in this house. You're crazy. That's incorrect because artist. your, your can, big piece no. of art was put up as soon as we moved in. Because it's a huge piece of art. Like, where else were we going to no, put so that? So, did you guys hear that conversation? These were not going to be the only two pieces of art hanging in my house. Right. Well, that's an I'm incorrect so statement. I'm so sorry, Justin, that I misspoke. You didn't misspeak. Doesn't the place look great now? It does. And my art is up. It is. So we're, we look good. Everything's great. Yeah. But it took a while Whatever. to get there. And let's discuss that the major all the furniture, I didn't bring any furniture. All the furniture was yours. I got rid of all my stuff. My stuff was better. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. We still go through these things. No. And, and it's, it's just a process. And then the stress of a marriage, I mean, not even a marriage, excuse me, the stress of a wedding, that all that goes into that, the planning, the financial planning, most importantly, unless, again, some of you guys are blessed to have parents or grandparents who pay mm-hmm. for your entire wedding. Mm-hmm. Hashtag jealous again. Mm-hmm. I will not. We did receive some financial help. I'm not going to lie and say we paid for the entire thing ourselves, mm-hmm. but we definitely, it was a financial burden for us. Like to, we, to, to we have that took wedding. the majority yeah of, we took the majority of the blow yeah and so i could not imagine it all after spending thousands of dollars to have a wedding and then you're gonna say all right now we're gonna move in together yeah, oh that would have been 
awful. Awful. I mean, kudos to you guys who do it and do it smoothly, but we... And I'd be interested to hear... That would have been difficult. For those of you who who did do it, you know, please please tweet us, email us. I I would be interested to hear your opinions on how it went for you because I truly couldn't imagine doing it. It was nice to be able to say, all right, well... The wedding day was here. Now we're going to go back home to our place. Mm-hmm. And we took a week before our honeymoon. Another thing that we highly recommend. Mm-hmm. Uh, just allows you to decompress a little bit. Okay, get your get everything in order. Unwrap your gifts. Pack without stress. And go enjoy your honeymoon. So mm-hmm. definitely recommend that. But if you if you didn't do it that way, if you guys you know, really just waited everything out, tell me how that process went. Yeah, I, gosh, I would like I'm to know the timing of that adjustment period because even having done all those things or the majority of those things before marriage, there was still very much an adjustment. Most definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Is. So seven months of marriage ha- has flown by quickly. And what I can say that for the most part, it, it's been a it's been a pretty good experience. I agree. I've enjoyed the ride and I'm looking forward to the next 80 or so years. Oh, yes. 80, that means we're going to be living past 100. Well, that's 105. Ooh. Well, 70? Like, okay, I'll, 70 I'll, yeah, would be solid. Like, to say 80, You like, want to make it to 100 on the dot? I do want it. would be nice to be a centennial. I'd be cool to live to your 100. Justin and I have decided we're going out notebook style. Gotta do it. Minus the Alzheimer's. Yeah, can't do that. Can't can't do the Alzheimer's. Yeah. We're just gonna lay next to me. We are just gonna roll out together. Be like, what? Rock, paper, yeah. scissors, dead. But at ninety nine <laughs> and one hundred, we're gone. Yeah, just gone with the wind, and then and then we'll meet again in heaven and just have our party and yeah. chill. And then I'm Netflix and chill in heaven. Can that happen? Is that appropriate? In heaven? <laughs> what is wrong with you? Look, let me scoot over before the lightning. <laughs> strikes that's our show for today thank you for tuning in to the very first episode of married millennials please 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 subscribe hit it hit the button subscribe just do it like you said just do it in addition to subscribing to the married millennials podcast be sure to follow us on social media head to our website lovejays.com and it has a link to all of our social media channels that's lovejays.com l-o-v-e-j-a-y-s.com don't forget to subscribe leave us a comment tell your friends we'll see you guys next time bye